So this morning, as we talk about chasing, chasing the king uh, this morning, I, I want to hone in on this idea of character. We talk about character a lot here. We're Christ-centered education for character. And then we're people of character. And we look at Celeste and Olivia and we say that demonstrates character. And so I wanted to take some time this morning and, and talk about character. And so to do that, I've invited some coaches. I've invited a few coaches, athletic representatives to join me. And we're just going to have a conversation, a panel conversation about character. So coaches, representatives, if you come and join me, that'd be great. I like that you're cheering like you think it's going to be a cage match. Like that's, that's, that's hilarious to me. Hey, also, just to let you know, so that this isn't a conversation that happens in a vacuum where I decide questions ahead of time and you just sit and watch. We have, um, Ben, if you go to the next slide, we have an opportunity for you to ask questions in real time. So if you want to follow those prompts, um, I will receive your questions here, and then I will decide whether it is a question worth asking the panel, uh, if that makes sense. All right, here's, uh, here's what I want to do, panel. This is going to be so much fun. Oh, I'm so excited about this moment. Okay, so I'm going to start off with a question that I want you all to answer, and as you answer it, why don't you go ahead and say your name, introduce yourself, maybe talk about which sport you are here representing um, in case somehow the room doesn't know. Um, so um, Josh, we're going to start down here with you. So here's the question that I would like you each to spend a very brief amount of time answering. The first question is this, please define the word character. Well, my name is Joshua Vacharia. Uh, Tea tonight, so I got you guys. <laughs> um, I'm, I coach women's soccer, and uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I think for me, the word character means a sum of things you've done or things observed. So I think it takes a while. It takes consistency for us to know that's a character of that person, of that thing, or I just think uh, it takes time and uh, consistency. Thank you. Um, I'm Mrs. Brown, and I am a, uh, the women's athletic representative for the ladies in the group. And one of the things that I think of when I think of character is people who are, are, who are authentic, credible, and showing ethics even when people aren't watching, um, and it is definitely tied to um, behavior. Hello, I'm Tony Romero, the men's basketball coach here. <laughs> I love y'all too. So what I think of character, I think it's something we definitely talk to our guys a lot about, uh, and some do better than others with it, but I think it's something that drives, drives our decisions in our actions daily. Um, it's kind of what we tell our guys, it's the who uh, and the makeup of who we are. Um, and I think it's also, to, to piggyback on what Kathy just said, it's not just putting ourselves in position to do the right thing when people are present, 
are, are in the presence of others. I think it's also putting ourselves in a position to do the right thing when no one is watching. So, Stephen McNett, I'm the head baseball coach. I wish some of your guys were in chapel this morning. It's unfortunate. For me, the definition of character is what you do when times are tough. It's easy to quit, but that's for cowards. Character is when people aren't around and looking for you to do the right thing. It's when things get tough. And as young adults, and I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, sorry, Zach. Like when times get tough, your character shows out. Are you a guy who throws his hoodie on and ducks out? Or are you a guy who busts his chest up and goes to work? And that's one thing we talk about in our program is we don't want cowards. We want guys who have intestinal fortitude and go out there and, and compete with character. Uh, and I hope that's what you guys do too. No cowards. That's hard to follow. Uh, my name is Rick Hughes. I'm the head man. And women. All right, I think now, I think you won on that one. I think I lost one. Um, definition of character. Uh, ditto. Uh, at the same time, I think character is, when I say it quickly, it's who you are, not who you show us you are. Um, who you are will show up at times of stress, times of trouble. Um, who you are shows up in times of high emotion. Um, and I think in those moments, we can really see character in people. Uh, and, and like again, like everybody said so far, it, it's something that's developed. It's something that's honed. It's something that's changed over time. Um, and at the same time, it's, uh, I don't know, it just kind of leads everything you do. So there's a, there's a jumbled definition for you. You're welcome. You I'm Aaron Hoxie, men's soccer. Um, for me, in short, in this context, character simply means behavior based on a standard. And the standard is the variable uh, that exists in this equation. Yeah. All right. So unless, unless I receive a question directed at a particular coach, the rest of these questions are sort of fair game. So however wants to answer, and when I get a sense that I think we've spent enough time and we're good, I'll move on to the next question, all right? So here is my, here's a question for anyone uh, who wants to answer, as you've now all sort of articulated a definition of character, do you think there's a difference in having good character and being a good person? Like, is there a difference in that? Is, is having a character and being a good person, are those different? If they are different, how so? In what way? I think, I, I would say, you can meet a person today and, th and think, they're pretty good. They, you know, they, they speak well. Uh, we, we're fast to a generation where you see someone, you, you want things fast. So you can make a judgment on someone very quickly and say, I think, they sound very cool, they sound very good. 
And even as we say that, I think character takes time to know that's who they are and not what they show. I think one of the coaches say that. Um, there's, there's a reflective part of character that's, just, that's different. And character also matches the environment you're in. Uh, a good character for us might not be a good character everywhere. And a bad character for us might not be a bad character everywhere, uh, just because of the environment they're in. Um, I have friends who do and go to different places for school. And the definition for them and for us here will be different. So I think a good person, you can know them by fast, you know, you meet them and go, I think they are good people. But good character, spend time with them. Yeah, get to know them, get to know why they do what they do. And that allows you to kind of go, yeah, they can be a good character. Real quick before somebody jumps in, if it was saying the poll's not open, it is now. I clicked a button. Sorry. You said your questions. All right. Sorry. Continue, coaches. I agree with Josh. You know, good character is also defined where you are. Uh, if you look at a fictional character, if you've seen American Gangster, uh, Frank, the main guy, like he has good character for his group, uh, but I wouldn't necessarily say he was a good person. Uh, and even in some of the religious world, I mean, we have people who claim to be Christian and are out there doing non-Christian things, and that's not good character. Um, I mean, that's... That's part of the character. It's, it's what group are you in? And like Josh said, where we are, what we define as character should align with, with our biblical principles. And if you're not, then you're not a person of character. And that doesn't matter what realm. If you're pastor, coach, athletic director, preacher, president, whatever, you have to live by what we're defining as character but you can be a good person. Any more on that? Or I have some questions from the floor, if you're ready. Yeah, some of y'all are laughing. I'm not asking those questions. Does character influence playing time? Yes. If I don't like you, then you're not going to play. That's not to say if you're not playing, I don't like you. I like my guys this year. I would say no. Character doesn't uh, create playing opportunities for you. Uh, while yes, you know, having high character is important, uh, I want to win. And so that doesn't, that doesn't detract from what our goals are for you guys as young men for my team. And it's my job as the head coach to live out what character is and not just tell you what character is, because I think that's a big part of it too. Um, but to sit here and say that for me, you know, if you're a good character person, you, you automatically play would be a lie. Uh, but if you break rules, you don't play. I actually, I, I like what both of them have had to say so far. Yes, I like that answer. Um, and then does it 
automatically get you playing time. No, I think some of that is going to change depending on the sport as well. You know, there are, there are sports where an individual can stand out and really do a lot of good things and help a team. Um, and then there are sports where if one person isn't on the same page as everybody else, things can fall apart. Um, so I think there are situational issues to, to, to talk about in there, but at the same time, um, skill is not dependent upon character, but character definitely goes a long way when it comes to team chemistry. Uh, and if you like, it, it, I think this is what Hoxie's referring to. I want to enjoy my job. I want to enjoy the people I'm around. So I'm definitely looking at character because I don't want to go coach a bunch of jerks every day. Uh, but at the same time, you know, character doesn't automatically result in playing time. Are there another, this is another question that, that you didn't have ahead of time. So I'm sorry for the ones that you didn't get ahead of time. Um, so this is from someone out there. Are there times when coaches have to choose between supporting good character and winning games? How do you wrestle within that tension? Yes, there are times. <laughs> Can you elaborate, please? How do, I, how do I wrestle with it? I wrestle with it. Uh, Someone besides Rick. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. No, I've had to experience this uh, throughout most of my career, everywhere I've coached. Um, there's, always, there's always the desire to win. Uh, you heard the president of the college stand up here and say he wants us to win. We all want to win. We, that's why they keep score, right? Um, at the same time, ultimately, our job is to develop young people into upstanding citizens in society. So there are times, absolutely, that we have to go, you know what? We have to focus on character right now. We've got to make sure that we're doing things the right way. And then there are times where it's like, okay, character is fine. Go win, right? Do the thing the right way, and, and let's go get it done. I think I think I mean it's it's very true because I think I I don't think character is a place we get to and now we're good so now we're good character people so now from here on we're good we'll play I think it's a growth thing that we get that we, we're doing it's a journey we're walking and you're going that person is growing that person is growing I think the best example to look at to look at all through scripture that we are growing into becoming better so if I have a team that have a ton of character issues. We can't say we won't play a game because we have issues with character. The goal is how can we help our team get to where we need to get. Now, if the choice is two players who are evenly matched, but you're looking between character and no character, then I choose the character person, right? But if I'm looking at a game and I'm going, okay, we want to win this game, we want to play in this game, what will help my team more? To understand being good and losing a game or to understand if you're good, it doesn't matter what you act like. And that's a place I have to wrestle with. Uh, I think the honesty, the honesty of what I choose is that I share it with my team for why I chose it. Mm. And I think that builds their character and helps build my own character because I'm not there yet. I think we're on a journey and you choose that which helps the journey you're taking. Um, and then results will come winning or losing. I think uh, all of us would probably not be uh, completely transparent and honest of saying that's something that we all 
haven't wrestled with at some point in our careers as coaches. Um, and I think it's something that's difficult. I think it's got a lot of layers to it. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we all want to win. We all want to compete at a high level the best we possibly can. But I think our job as coaches and the platform we serve on is, is to hold you guys accountable. And I think accountability brings discipline into people's lives. And if we don't have tough conversations and tough moments and, and, and be able to, I think sometimes taking basketball away from our guys is, is the thing that speaks most uh, to their lives at this point in their life. Um, and if that's something that needs to occur at the, at the cost of winning or the cost of competing at the level um, that we want to because of a person's talents or abilities that gives us to do that at a, at a better um, opportunity, uh, then that's something as coaches and as leaders, uh, I think we got to willfully take, uh, take hold of um, because we're trying to lead you guys the best we possibly can. I think the same, same was probably afforded to us as our opportunities we, we played uh, growing up. Um, and competing in athletics too. So I think accountability uh, is, is a huge part um, of competition, so. Lots of questions about how much particular coaches can bench. Uh, So I, I would encourage you after this is over to talk to them about their weightlifting abilities. Uh, also some stuff on hair loss in coaches. So I, I um, correlation between good character and hair loss. Uh, I got, yeah, I just want to acknowledge that I am getting your questions. So um, keep them, keep them coming. All right. Uh, <laughs> Oh, in case you're interested, there is something about the superiority of the Hoxie bloodline as well. There's just a... My day over here with this iPad is phenomenal. Um, coaches, I would love your perspective on how your relationship with Jesus influences you as a coach. I think a good example of the way Christ or Jesus you know, lived out his ministry was exactly like that. He lived it out. Uh, I think nowadays, especially for you young group, you guys don't want me to tell you how to live. You want me to show you. I think you guys are now, uh, this generation coming up, are quicker to call out uh, frauds. And you guys are quicker because you guys are more knowledgeable than what we had uh, at our disposal. And I think, number one, that's a good thing for you guys. Um, but how are my relationship with Christ uh, affects the character, right? That was your question. How does your relationship with Jesus influence you as a coach? I mean, again, I feel like I have to walk my ministry the same way Christ walked his. I can't tell, you know, Pelosi to go out there and lift if I don't lift. I can't tell my guys to make sure that they're on top of their grades if I'm not on top of my grades. I can't tell them to be good boyfriends if I'm not going to be a good husband. And I think that that's an important thing to teach because, again, it would be very easy for me to say, Pelosi, you need to be a good man, and then I'm out there doing something shady just because I'm the head of, head of the program. Uh, and I think that that should go throughout the entire thing, the school your lives, your, your families, your future families, uh, if you're going to be a leader, whether you are a male or a female, being a leader isn't gender specific. Um, 
If you're going to be the leader of your household, it's how do you go about your day by day. One day, and these guys are far ahead of me on this, one day you guys will have kids, and they're going to look at you and how you live. You can't tell your kids to stay out of the cookie jar, and you're in there, you know, elbow deep. And so, and I think that that's something that you guys, I mean, I'm just being real, right? Um, how big I think is your that, cookie jar, bro? I don't know what you just said, but, uh, but I'm just saying, like, that's how my relationship with Christ impacts my coaching. Uh, am I perfect? Absolutely not. Um, as much as my players think I am, I'm not. Um, but that, that's how my relationship works. Um, for me, um, and I'm borrowing words from an article that I read because uh, it has the Bible verse in it that I want to share. Um, and I'm actually surprised it hasn't come up yet. Anyway, uh, in the Bible, Jesus tells us that we're, it's not going to be easy, right? He tells us it's going to be hard. He tells us that if we stand up for him, we're going to be hated, right? That's just, it's in the red words, okay? He says that. Um, things that always stand out to me whenever people start to talk about character is uh, Romans chapter 5, 3 through 5, right? It says, more than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. It says right there, right? Suffering. That's where it starts, right? So you suffer, and the more you go through those sufferings, you're starting to develop endurance. And the more you endure, the better your character becomes. And then as that character improves and grows, you start to have hope. And hope is kind of what pushes you forward. So when I think about my relationship with Jesus and how it relates to my character and things like that, I know things are going to be hard. I know things are going to be crummy, right? I know it's not going to be all roses and sunshine. So since I know that already, and I know that Romans says if I keep, if I keep going, if I keep walking, if I keep enduring, I'm going to become a better person and things are going to get better um, knowing that eventually it will produce more suffering, but then produces more character. Um, that's kind of how I view my relationship with uh, Jesus and character. I have a couple that have come in. I, that was a, you can go back and answer that one if there's a lull, but I have a couple that I really want to get you that have come in from students that I think are really great. Um, one is for Kathy specifically. Um, Kathy, can you talk about, do you think that there's a difference in the way maybe women struggle with character to how men struggle with character? Um, can you talk a little bit about that? And then is there anything that men on campus can do intentionally knowing that there are particular ways that women struggle with character? That question makes sense? I'm there's reading it verbatim. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Okay, um, I really believe that there are different sets of issues that people will face, whether you're a man or a woman. Um, sometimes those are equal and sometimes those are not. Um, I don't really think that there's one particular group that should be doing something for another particular group because that's not why we're doing something. What was the second part of that question about... Um, I'm sorry. 
is there something if we can be if we are aware on campus in a way that that maybe girls struggle in character is there something that the guys on campus can intentionally do to help and aid in that in a positive way i'm paraphrasing what i read on the screen okay again i think that's that's a lot to unpack because it's like the question is referring to only um, guys are expected to do or say something so that they're not offensive to men uh, to women on campus and I really don't think that that's the case I think that there's a lot of things that each group can do to help the other side and I think that it goes beyond ourselves I think if you're bringing respect to yourself and you're bringing respect to other people whether you're male or female then that's going to help with that um, if, if there's a very specific, I don't know who asked the question, but if, if you want more specifics, um, I can be, I'm more than happy to talk to you about that um, privately, I guess. Because I think there's a little bit more to that question than how it was phrased. There are some phenomenal questions that are coming through here, and we're not going to have time for all of them. So coaches on the panel, what I can promise is that I will email you all of the questions and we'll find a way for you to, especially because there's some that are specifically for you. Coach McNett, there's one here. Explain what the character of a soft serve is and why it's bad. <laughs> I, I, Man, if it's in every hashtag, I think we should unpack it. So there's some really great stuff, but I want... I want to uh, I want to get to one last question that I'd like each of you to answer. Do you want to do that real fast? No, no. I actually wanted to touch on what the question for Kathy. Oh, yeah. Go quick. ahead. Uh, I think that part of that, the first part of that question could be answered easily is men need to start being men. And that means, well, I mean, like, like what I mean with that is the Bible has called men to be leaders and they've called men to lead and men can no longer stand behind their moms and dads or their, their the women uh, and, and expect them to do everything. Now I will say this, ladies, you are far more powerful than you are given credit for. And that is something that you need to take moving forward. And especially in the biblical world, I mean, the Bible has Several examples of where strong women uh, led something, led a change. And that's something that for you ladies, the question of what can you do to help the men, that's on them. It's your job to be leaders of yourselves as well. You guys, you ladies are strong Christian ladies. And so you should hold yourself to that standard and you should hold yourselves in high regards. You are second to no one especially to another person. You are second to no one. And it's not the, the, your job to raise these men, just like it's not the men's job to control you. Understood? So just to clarify, to put, more, uh, to put some more weight behind what Coach McNett just said, when he talks about men, your call is to be leaders, specifically, biblically, your call is to be servant leaders. So the question is, as men on this campus, are you serving those around you? That's the call um, of uh, biblical manhood, is to be servant leaders to those around you. All right, coaches, last question. All of you, I'd love for each of you to answer this. If you could say one thing to this campus as it relates to pursuing Christ-centered education for character, 
what would it be? Hoxie, we're going to start down with you and work backwards. <laughs> I want to be fair to Josh. I think for me, the biggest thing um, on this campus is going to be come down to choice. Um, we have a lot of people um, who choose to make decisions based on what they feel is uh, of high character. And I think that's the problem with the phrase, they feel. Uh, there is no standard anymore. Everyone walks around and says, well, this is what is good in my home. This is what is good in my culture. And this is what is good in, you know, fill in the blank. And that's a problem. When we, we deny the existence of a standard, an absolute standard, then the only thing that's left is chaos. And every single human being in here, including me, is capable of creating chaos because we make choices based on what we think is right instead of what is actually right. And that's a big difference. And I think for a lot of us on this campus, you're in a culture, you're in an environment, and I work in a culture and an environment that promotes the standard. And the standard is, is, is what is God's character? That is the standard because God is morally right in that everything he does is the definition of morality, is the definition of truth and what is right. And any deviation from that is not. And so I feel like for us, all of us here on this campus, as we try to navigate life together and we try to teach you and, and, and you guys are looking to us for, for uh, guidance, I think as we navigate this together, remembering that ultimately that is what we're all trying to achieve and that's what we're trying to teach you and that's what you're trying to, to get. I think that is one of the most unique parts about what Christ-centered education for character really is. And I know it's, it's, I tell my guys all the time, you know, honor, servant, all of these are key buzzwords, but they're buzzwords that are based on a standard. And as it relates to competition, as it relates to athletics, winning is a byproduct of that. That isn't to say if you're not winning, um, that you have poor character, you don't follow a standard. But if you're not winning, I can almost guarantee in every single situation, there's something, maybe multiple things, that is the root cause for that. But as it relates to our sport, it's literally, and I say it all the time, 22 dudes chasing one ball for 90 minutes. That's what soccer is. It's just, we go this way, they go that way, the ball goes over there, someone gets it, we hoof it in, and that's what soccer is. It's an oversimplification, but how you do it, how you do it is what's important. And I'm not talking about tactics and X, Y, Z. I'm talking about who you are as a man. And at the end of the day, we take this principle and I say, here's my 11 dudes. You put your 11 dudes out there and we're gonna be a better team and results will follow.
to put, no, you're good. That's <laughs> speechless. My volleyball players are astounded right now. They're like, he's never speechless. He always sounds like okay. um, I'm going to put this in my terms. The, the one thing I would tell you as a campus, as a group, as, as anybody, is don't avoid the tough. Uh, don't look to make life easier just because you don't have to work as hard. Um, I have a, there, there's a saying I'm trying to remember and it's, it's not going to happen because I'm going to screw it up. But some, essentially the idea is as things get easier, people get weaker. Um, and as people get weaker, their character is going to degrade. So are you struggling because classes are tough? I would say good. If you're struggling because playing time isn't what you wanted, I would say good. If you're struggling because somebody didn't talk to you the right way, as annoying as that will be, I would still say good. And I think the media would lead you to believe something different. The media would lead you to believe that you should take an easier path, that you shouldn't worry about standing for something and having character, that you should just be an individual and everyone should uh, not have any standards, which is similar to what Coach was saying. Um, go through the tough stuff. Go through it with your head held high. Go through it looking to seek more information, more knowledge, uh, and go through it trying to find the best way to do those things, not the easiest. I think that's the short version of what's in my head. Uh, Dr. Favara talked, touched this at least when uh, he first came up here is, you know, we always want more. And, and, you know, I would ask, what are you looking at? Like, are you out here looking at what you don't have or are you looking at what we have? Uh, and do you have enough grit to go out there and fight for it and, and make it happen? Uh, and just remember that, you know, above all, your family and it's family over everything. It's making sure that you have each other's backs, that you are working with each other. You're working for each other. And it's not, well, hey, OCU has six gyms and, and four weight rooms and this, that, and the other, and we have this. You know, again, Dr. Favara talked about, you know, David uh, and how he went out there and, and fought Goliath. And we are David, whether you're Whatever sport or if you're just a regular student, you are, we are David. And if you go out there with a cowardice mindset of I'm supposed to because this is where I am, then you will ever grow as a person and we certainly won't grow as an organization. You need to look at it as, again, and I, and I may quote this wrong and sorry if I do, um, bib teachers, but, you know, David said, I've got the Lord by my side so I can go. And that's a very simplified answer to say, hey, we've got the Lord by our side and we can go. But don't look at yourself as a small group. Don't look at yourself as this was my last choice or this, that, and the other. Like, look at it as we are a united front and we go out there and we compete for and with each other. And at the end of the day, you know, it's not what are we looking at, it's what look what we have. Uh, at the end of the day, you will show that you have grit. And then, of course, family above everything. All great stuff. I'm taking notes here, too, uh, just to share some of these things with my team. Um, but one thing we, we probably lead, I think, as far as 
when we think about Christ-centered education character, I think, one, you guys chose to come to Central Christian College. Uh, and I don't think that was by accident. I think that was that was that was purpose that God put in front of you, an opportunity you chose to to engage in and and choose to come to school here. And and my advice is, if you're going to choose to go to a school that is where Christian is proclaimed into the name of the institution, and that we hopefully are as as staff and faculty are modeling that behavior and encouraging that behavior and holding you accountable to that behavior uh, in a Christ-like way. One thing we share with our guys. Um, pertaining to this is a verse in, in Proverbs 10, 9. It's kind of been a life verse of mine too, uh, but it's he who walks with integrity walks securely, securely. He who perverts his ways or makes his path crooked will be found out. And I think that's an accountability verse um, for us because if, if the standard is Christ, if the standard is God, if, the, if that's the mission of our school and that's the mission that we're trying to live in this life, um, then doing the right thing should be based on biblical principle and to what Jesus standard actually looks like in our life. And I don't think we could actually tap into that um, if we don't really tap into God's word. And so I think at the end of the day, we just we just had a team retreat last week uh, in our in our Bible study. We talked in the book of James about not just being doers or or hearers of the word, but actually being doers of the word. And we can actually be doers of the word if we're not trying to actually read God's word. And, And so God's word is convicting. Um, and sometimes we ignore it uh, because it is convicting into our life and it holds truth and power and, and it reveals things in us. Maybe we don't want to be uh, we, we don't want to see. Um, but uh, that Proverbs verse is something I, uh, God laid on my heart to share with my guys. And they hear they'll get in the text on the weekends. They'll get in the text just randomly. Um, but and then toughness. And I think sometimes in your generation, we perceive toughness as as this, oh, I'm big and bad, and as a man, I'm going to be masculine, as a woman, you know, you come at me, I'm going to come at you, and some of that may hold true, uh, depending on where you're up, brought up at, um, but I think for us, what we share with our guys, too, is true toughness is doing the right thing when it's really, really hard to do the right thing, um, and, and again, I think that's biblical, um, sometimes you're going to be faced with a lot of temptation out there at your age, you guys are exposed to things at 18 to 22, 23 years old, um, that everything is so easily accessible in in, uh, in right in front of your face. And it's, sometimes it's really hard to do the right thing. Sometimes it's really hard to be true toughness because you got pressures coming from all different directions. Um, but I think practicing true toughness is, is the ability to do the right thing uh, when it's really, really hard to do the right thing. And I think that, again, if Jesus is the standard and we base our choices uh, based on that standard, hopefully we could operate what, as Proverbs 10.9 says and hopefully operate with toughness. Well, to piggyback off of what the gentleman before me had already said, um, you know, having character really relates to our core four and really specifically the heart of the core four. And like everyone before me has said, it is not easy to show good character and it's not easy to do the right thing even when the rest of the people around you are, are not doing the right thing. But it's the one thing that from our perspective, when we're looking out at you, and we're looking for character, that's the one thing that you have control over is how you react to situations and what you do and what you say. And those are not always easy. But through adversity, when you are using character um, to fall back on, um, it actually helps you become a better person. Um, I know we're asked to say one thing. I want to... say two things if that's okay um okay there's a 
There is an old Wakanda saying, I mean African saying, um, and if you need answering, Coach uh, can give you a def definition, but it says this in the mother tongue. Weka weka, nueweka. Can it says if you do good, you do it to your, you're doing it to yourself. Um, so on a campus like ours, I think the number one thing I think in, through scripture you see it, actually Matthew 5.13, is we are salt, and if you believe we are salt, we are salt for someone else, for something else, for some place. I think there's a uniqueness in being central Christian. It's a land that we live in, we get to dwell in for a semester, but you need to know that it belongs to God, it's his. And so he's put you here for a reason. And if you wanna know why you're here, ask him. Um, and when you, when you ask him, trust that he will tell you, and when he tells you, use it. So do good to those around you because you end up doing it to yourself. The more good you do, the more you be a good person. Character is formed by consistency of good things you do. And that varies. It's, is it your studying? Is it your training? Whatever you do, do good consistently for a long time. Uh, realizing that he who's called you to this place is faithful to do that with you. I want to add this with, with us is that uh, apart from doing good and being all that, I think this runs from a place of we need to get over ourselves. I think sometimes we think we're the blessing that people have to get to see or get to have. Um, our, 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 our scripture for this year with my team was um, Psalms 23. In Psalms 23, the whole passage up to the end of it, the last line, only talks about what God does, what the good shepherd does. So that which you think you are great at, it's given freely by God. So maybe a lot of humility as we do life together goes a long way. Realizing that they are who they are because God has given them. They're good. They have a talent. Yeah, it's God, it's God given. And if, most, if more of us live that way, I think the ending of Psalms 23 would make more sense for us when he says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And we can start that dwelling now by acknowledging that that which we think we have is God-given. The talent we have is God-given. The wealth we have is God-given. The looks we have are God-given. Even the ones who don't have hair like me. This good look is God-given. So if I live in humility, knowing that it's God-given, then I live better with people. So do good, because we ought to do good. But acknowledge God in the things you do. Live humbly with others. Coaches, thank you. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for coming and sharing about character. You are dismissed. Have a great day. Have a great Halloween. I will see you on Wednesday.